The inside rallying through the big goodbye. 11-11 run. Simon far too easy. Lengthening down the outside and shortly afterward. Far too easy. He's raced up and taken the lead and kicked away. Second is 11-11. Followed by the big goodbye and Irish song. But it's all far too easy. Look at him glide over the Eagle Farm turf. Far too easy. Brilliant second. And would you believe they bet uh, even money on uh, race morning? Good morning, David McComb. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Steve. Have you ever backed the horse along the way? Um, yeah, I have backed him a couple of times, but I don't back him. I don't back him at that price. But I have, I have backed him. I backed him in his first start down in Grafton, and he was a good price. Um, and we've backed him a couple of other times. Good price, twenty six dollars debut Grafton. Thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. June two thousand twenty one. That was. Yes. Mm, he thrashed rivals. So what did you hide him away oh, yeah. somewhere? Uh, yeah, well, look, he was it was always going. Uh, Chris Caserta was riding him at that particular time here at home, and and we'd galloped him a couple of times, and he he was just going very nice. And we actually trialled him at the Gold Coast, I think, uh, on the Tuesday before that Sunday, and he ran second. And it wasn't actually a really good trial. I was a little bit disappointed, but when he came back, he had sprung a shoe. Um, and so um, that sort of explained, he sort of dipped a couple of times and that explained what was going on there. And then um, he came back and then we, we went to the Sunday and he was he was pretty good that day. Brisbane racing, and it happens more in Brisbane racing on a Saturday, I reckon, than anywhere else. Uh, sometimes at the midweeks when horses, you'll sit there and stare at the price. And I'm on air all morning, obviously talking to Nicole and we're hearing the preview and the prices with David and so on. And, you know, far too easy, $2, $2. And then suddenly, all of a sudden, uh, you know, $2, one fifty-five, like in a, within a couple of minutes, David. Yes, yes. Well, Why I, do you I think would... that is? What's your, is it, the, do they look at him in the yard and then say, well, he looks good, he, you know, because there's been a few months between runs, obviously. Yeah, look, I think um, it was a similar situation with Flying Mickey, too, when he's, uh, they're, they're both quite, stunning horses you know they you can look at them and go gee they look well um and far too easy does that when he walks in he's a very relaxed customer he looks well and i think that people just look at it and go he's a quality horse plus the rain helped plus the rain really helped but i think that price the shortening of the price came before that rain did so, it yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it did. But the rain, uh, look, once that shower came, that was, um, I mean, we were, I said to Don when it rained, I said, you know, this is just perfect. We've had it, had it go our, our way and today's his day. He doesn't look big, does he? And he's just got this extraordinary will to win. You know, the head goes down. He just tries his absolute all. What does he weigh? Far too easy, David. He uh, he weighs 530 kg. Oh, so bigger than most would think looking at the TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, um, look, he's, he's a bit deceptive in the way that he does look. And when you, when you look at him, but he is, he is a, there's a lot of, mu he's, he's a ball of muscle, this horse. He really is. And he's, um, you know, he, he weighs, uh, it, it does, it is a bit deceptive when you look at him and then you're weighing, but yeah, that's what he weighs. I said many times in this program earlier this year, you know, I believe he's going even better now than what he was last year, you know, given all of his runs, which we talked about behind Prince of Boom in Brisbane during the carnival, Kosciuszko outstanding, outstanding, of course, in the morning as well with the huge weight, always a sectional star, you know, he's always running a 32 a half, isn't he, on good tracks, David? Uh, yeah, look, he is, and... 
I think that um, before Saturday, I discussed with you and quite a few other people that I thought the 1200s now are just a little bit sharp for him. And I, I he just, his pattern of racing, he gets a bit far back. And horses like Front Page, Prince of Boom, if they're dictating terms in front, um, they get away with it and it's hard for him to run them down. But over that 1,400 now, I just think that he, he can put him to sleep and they can run along and it just gives him that time, a bit more time to work into the race. And he hasn't had many goes at it. I remember him winning at Grafton some time ago at that trip. Yeah, that's right. He's um, he's had three goes by memory. Um Three goes at the four, uh, four goes at the fourteen hundred. So he, he ran fourth in the Guineas, which was a super run behind King of Sparta. Sparta. Yeah, that was last year. Yeah, um, and he had Saturday, and he had the uh, country championships when he got when we got flooded, and we missed a bit of work, which I think played into you know where he finished when he finished fourth that day. Uh, and then he won the qualifier. So he's only had the four goes at it, but he's been, um, you know, he's been very good um, at all, all four starts. And the Hunter, you just wonder, even though that was an interesting race if he did line up in it, because Cole Crusher went along like last week's wages and ran that very fast time, and he would have had to pull out all stops uh, sectionally to, to try and get close to him. So he, what happened that day again, David? Why he didn't take his place he, in the Million Dollar Hunter? But he went there to the track, didn't he? Yeah, we were at Newcastle, Steve, and he banged his head on the walker and gave himself a laceration just above the eye. So he needed stitches, um, and we we opted. We we could have actually. The vet said that he probably could have still started, but I didn't want. I thought um, we needed to give him sedation to get the stitches in, and they. I just thought that was the best way to go and to pull up stumps. Okay, um, so to make yeah, make sure he was all right. But you know, I think that in in re, when you look back at races, especially like the Hunter, he would have been super in it, but he'd probably run second again. Yeah, reeling off probably the fastest last six hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's all systems go to Magic Minions Day, the thirteenth of Jan. The race you've earmarked is the Million Dollar Magic Minions Cup at fourteen hundred, David. And it's a quality conditions. I'm just wondering Ree's rating. It's a capped at sixty one. What sort of weight he'll get? I think he's going to. I'm not. It's hard to say. I suppose it depends on. Um, I suppose it depends on what other horses are in it and what ratings they are. Um, is how I would look at it. But I'm I'm going to say now that he's probably a he was a hundred rater before last Saturday, so he's he's probably going to be a hundred and hundred and four rater, which um, he'll be carrying a bit of weight. So I'm I'm thinking sixty, maybe fifty nine and a half, something like that. Mm, okay. How many times has he been to the coast? Quite a well he certainly I remember one of his wins there was brilliant one day from last, I think maybe first up. And of course you mentioned the Magic Minions runs, Guineas. Uh, yeah, look, he um, he he won a 900 metre race there. I don't know whether you remember yeah. it, but he missed the kick and he was running last. He came down the outside that day. He was super. Um, you know, I, and he um, his sectionals that day were very very quick. And I know that it wasn't a quality field that day, but what he did was quite quite extraordinary. Um, so that was over 900. He's had the the guineas, uh, and then Jimmy Orman won on him one day. Um, last last year um, on a heavy a wet track. yeah it was yeah yeah mm. 
And, Jay, but when are we going to see him in a Stradbroke? Please, next year. Uh, uh, well, yeah, next year. I'm, it's just it's uh, a race he's going to run well in if he's in similar form. Uh, look, Steve, I, I, it was... You know, I, it was being a bit ambitious, but I thought that this year it, even, he didn't get there because of his benchmark. But if he had have got there, he would have run a super race. Well, maybe the next year. Is that the plan? Rest after? Or do you go to Sydney to tackle something and then Brisbane Carnival? I mean, you can't run in everything, I suppose. No, he can't. And I do, I think that the Stradbroke is, will be our target. Um, it's, it makes sense for us to, when you look at it, Sydney's a long way away um, and he's done it a couple of times and he's quite good at it. But when you've got a group one Stradbroke over the distance that he likes, up, you know, an hour and a half or two hours up the road, for me it just makes sense that I think that's probably what we'll target. All right, just a couple of runs in. Obviously you like to run him fresh, however, don't you? So I do, I do. But he'll probably have two runs into it. Okay. Did you ever think when Spirit of Oregon finished up a horse that won 10 races for you that it ever get a horse with similar ability or even better ability? No. Um, I'd actually thought that when Spirit of Oregon bled the second time because his career was cut short, um, that, um, you know, Don and I both said, well, we're probably, you know, we're probably going to battle to get another one. Um, um, and at that particular time, things were a little bit different. We had a budget, and you know, we we're spending probably twenty to twenty-five thousand on a horse. Where now we spend a little bit more money, and we've been lucky enough to get um, far too easy, and we've also been lucky enough to get uh, Flying Mickey. <clears throat> um, and you know, so look, I didn't think we would get another one. Um, and as much as I loved Spirit of Oregon, and he was a tough horse, and he, but I think this horse is better. Yeah, 45,000, far too easy. Flying Mickey, is he going to run a week before Magic Millions at Big Tab Wave Day? Yeah, he is. He'll, he'll go away, uh, around on Wave Day on the 6th of January. A lot of merit in that last week, David, given he over-raced and still finished off. Yeah, look, he's, he's, um, he's progressing very well, and I, I, he has got a lot of ability, always has. Um, and I, I think that with the right conditions, he'll he'll run a really good race on the sixth as well. The, the thirteen hundred will be right up his alley, and he loves a little bit of sting out of the ground as well. He probably not as much as what Far Too Easy does, but he he does go really really well if there's just that soft going. Was he fifteen? Oh, no, sorry, he was seventy thousand, wasn't he? He was, yeah. yeah. It's just got online yeah, so here. He, he was, was yeah. 15 at one stage earlier this year. I don't know what that's all about. Did he go online or something? That's right. You tried to sell yeah, him, I, I, um, I became very frustrated with him. Um, we were trying to get him right, and we just couldn't. And his feet kept playing up. And we were just uh, – and I just said to Don, I said, I, I, think, I think I've done I've – done, we've done everything that we possibly could with him, uh, given him time, had different farriers to him. And I became frustrated, and, I, and we put him online, and we had a reserve on him. We got offered fifteen thousand. When Don just said, "No, I'm not selling for that," you know, like so, um, it, we 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 elected to um, obviously keep him and and forge on. And it was funny. Just after that, his feet started to come good. I would have been devastated <laughs> if I hadn't sold him. Oh, gee, that's that's and, giving him away. Yes, mm. it was. It was. Yeah, for sure. 
Uh, so um, and so that was the reason behind that. It was just a, a frustration thing, and um, I, I was I was coming to the stage where I just thought, well, I'm not going to get him right. But funny enough, you know, that's what time does. And if you're willing to hang on and, and, and go the distance, that's what happens. What a wonderful week for the whole team, your son Archie and the, the team there at uh, Macomb Racing at Moorlumba. Thanks, David. Uh, hopefully they can both run well within the space of a week. Two massive days at the Gold Coast upcoming, Flying Mickey and, and Far Too Easy in the 1,400-metre cup. And we'll see him in the Stradbroke, fingers crossed, next year. Thanks, David. Flying Mickey being called upon to try and run on her. And Tarps is coming home struggling down the outside. Spaceship is still a leader. I reckon David was on this day. Flying was trying harder. Flying Mickey tried to launch and then came Tarps out wider. Still Spaceship in front. Flying Mickey is having a dickens of a time to get it. Spaceship in front. Now Flying Mickey hits top gear. Moves clear. Last race favourite home. Thank goodness. Flying Mickey first. <laughs> David Fowler I was referring to. Uh, that's David McComb joining us. A lovely little horse he is. Uh, well, he's not that little, is he? But boy, he can scoot um, far too easy.